Hi, my sis. Welcome back to another episode. Today is a big day. Today is the day that the Wealthy Wahine Workshop Round 2 opens up. And I know so many of you have been waiting for this. I was just blown away. I was so blown away by the students in the last round. It was my first ever workshop. And honestly, I ended up telling my husband, you know, this feels like calling work. This feels like life work. And I just can't wait to serve more of you. There are very limited spots only because I don't believe that finances and dreams and, you know, talking, we have to talk about history and whatnot, backstories. It's not a one size fits all. I do believe that it should be a very safe space, especially because we have a lot of, you know, typically a lot of times we're like, oh, I don't know, so I'm shame. Oh, I'm, I'd spend this, so I'm shame. Oh, I want to do this with my life, but I'm a little shame. Like, I just want it to be a very safe space where we can just be super open. So in saying that, if you would like one of those spots, the link will be in the show notes below before we get into today's episode. Just trust in it trust in your life and don't ever feel like FOMO if this is not the time for you that's okay I just trust in the life force that surrounds this and that it will land where it's supposed to so in saying that I continue to serve here on Beyond the Reef podcast I continue to serve within the Beyond the Reef sisterhood and so just know that you can trust in your life okay All right, let's get into today's episode. Calling all my island women with big dreams in your heart, ambitious goals, and a purpose that's been left untapped. Welcome home. You're in the right place. Welcome to Beyond the Reef podcast with me, Uilani Tevanga. My intention is to empower you to get unstuck, find your voice, and create a life of purpose. From mindset and money to marriage for the driven island woman will inspire you to draw from the mana and ancestral wisdom deep within so you can go beyond the barriers you think are keeping you captive. I want to help you completely rewrite your future. I know you have everything inside of you. You are ready to tap into a life that you once believed was impossible. As a wahine, As a wife, as a mom, as a powerful businesswoman, you are ready to go next level, to create the life of your dreams, to take ownership of your cash flow, and to create a freedom that other people say you can't have, to be the person you've always known you could be, not settling for anything less. It's time to go beyond the reef. All right, welcome back. I'm really excited to talk today about working harder and this is something that is literally the fastest answer when ever bringing up well I can't buy a home or oh man you know things are getting really expensive and you know the separations is getting quite intense and I have been you know, really sifting through. So just to back this up, um, I did a Instagram reel a little over a week ago and it got, as of now, about 2 million views. I've never had a viral piece of content before. So it's very interesting to just 
look at your phone and there's just a ton of messages and people and I, I have to I had to stop responding because it's just way too much and I don't want to be on my phone all day but it was super interesting because within the first couple of days it was a lot of like yes yes with you yeah that's how it is mm-hmm, uh-huh and then it became a flip side of well you guys should just work harder oh you know you hawaiians stop buying plate lunches and oh um you and i and just to back back it up even more i had just said you know hawaiians trying to buy homeland like less than 50 percent you know foreigners are basically buying all of the property and basically turning them into vacation rentals and then the last thing i said was you know the the median home price is now a million dollars and so most people are like yep that's how it is and the whole point of this was hawaiians not being able to afford in their own homeland and so as the reel started to grow there was a lot of messages saying it's like that in Miami. Well, don't come to New York. Well, that's how it is in Texas. So this is how blah, 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 to everywhere. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I am not here to talk about inflation across the nation. Everywhere is their prices are rising and it is what it is. I don't have the answer to that. The point of it was this is ancestral homelands that young Hawaiians want to live. And we have cultural ties to this aina but people like literally have no idea across the world and across you know the continent i'm like wow we have a lot of educating to do which made me sad but then it was also like but that's not my kuleana and that's not actually why i created that because it is for if people are like i love hawaii and you know like okay well come and we invite you to come and do your research but also the one thing that i just really want to address and i don't know if people are even going to hear this we gotta stop telling people to work harder truly i mean i know there is exceptions to everything right okay but some people just don't want to work and that is obviously a whole nother issue but for so many families that I know working hard is just how it's been that is just how it's been and three to four incomes per household is not uncommon and people just literally out here doing what they need to do in order to just survive I'm not even talking about thriving right now I'm talking about getting basic needs met and as the inflation costs are continuously rising and I do blame so much of that on tourism I do and I do blame so much of that on just the government and Department of Hawaiian Homelands like it is it's a whole thing and I don't have all the you know solutions for the collective but I do have some manao to share about breaking free financially but you can't just come in right let me get comfortable (laughs) why i want to talk about financial activation is as home prices are growing there's two parts to this one is really understanding where is the broken money stories 
why am I not wealthy the way that I'd like to be? And in order, I tread very lightly because every situation is so different. But I want to talk about land base because there's basically two different worlds at play, right? One is that we live in a modern world. And even though, you know, colonization trauma can, has happened and a result now we know that, you know, Hawaiians are the biggest part of, you know, percentage of those who are homeless and those who are incarcerated and those who do not graduate. That is the evidence, not the crime. The idea is that we need to address more the invisible than just a strategy, aka work harder. Like what the hell does that even mean, right? We know, okay, yeah, I'm just going to put in more hours and more hours and more hours. And then what does that lead to? Higher stress in the home, low, you know, big, higher obesity rates because people can't take care of themselves. I mean, there's just a whole lot to unpack in that. I mean, first of all, we need to stop saying that to people. If they're already working hard, what is that actually? You know what I'm saying. All right. So going back to land base, that is the vai-vai. And so you have the wealth, right? And you have two different mana'o at play at one time. The things that, you know, indigenous Hawaiian people value is land. It's honestly more of the simple simplicity life but in order to have that simple life you need a lot of kala now and we have a different relationships with 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 land and the historical context of the land tenure system in hawaii the displacement of native hawaiians began with generational trauma colonization you know and we're still repairing that today and this isn't like about oh, let's play victims and you're, I'm, it's the reason why, but it is. And you have to, people have to really kind of take a step back that indigenous people, wherever they live are all, are very invisible a lot of times, you know, everyone wants to have like this Islander idea, but when it comes to let's discuss these hard issues, they're met with well you should you should you should and that word should is the one I kind of really run away from maintaining identity is so important you know as kanaka and to be seen is important and to be represented is important and when it comes to the financial space that's not the case because you know they say well everyone has the opportunity to be successful and create and I believe that and that's why I want to talk about that but we can't just bypass the trauma that still exists in families just because it's hard to talk about these cycles continue and it's because for so long we weren't allowed to speak our language we lost identity we lost land base there was a lot of atrocities that have had lingering impacts and as we go into, you know, 2021 and we talk about goals and we talk about our future and we talk about progress and we talk about creating generational wealth because I hear that all the time. I want to create generational wealth. I talk about creating generational wealth. I'm not going to do that 
without acknowledging the historical context of the issues we are trying to solve. We need to be really honest and, you know, get uncomfortable and we're not going to sweep it and bypass it by telling people, work harder, stop spending money. (laughs) I'm like, if I had a dollar. The history happened, you know, the trauma continues through foreign greed, right? Like, hello, Mark Zuckerberg buying another 600 acres and we see the the cool energy the masculine come on be like f this guy you know like oh you guys and as much as we all feel that way right most of us it really comes down to me i that's why i really believe the women will be the difference because it's going to come from the the wahine bringing in this nurturing energy and this haumea energy, which is, you know, also the goddess of politics. And colonization exists still today and is shown in our policy and our government, like who gets to lead. You look in, and I talk about this in the financial world, who's running the show, who's running the banks, who's running that. It's a lot of haole, it's a lot of white and who controls and manages the wealth? We need representation of Kanaka to make these type of decisions. But we also need to form a new relationship with money because money is when you know we say with money's energy, there's stories. It's not moral and it's not good or bad. It's just whose hands that it passes through. And so while there are some really selfish, greedy people out there, there's some really good, kind, giving, loving people and what they can do to create wealth and what you can do to create wealth and change the generations to come forward. So generational wealth is not just um, you know, amass the amount. It is also healing. It is also using money as a tool to bring back balance. To bring to balance out that masculinity, to balance out, you know, the taking, and to balance it out with more giving, to balance it out with more receiving, to give it a new life force, to allow people to build their wealth that is sustainable, that is not within this hard work, hard work, hard work, but also with flow and with ease, and it's shifting the status quo, you know that colonization is just a a global phenomenon and it's it's happened everywhere you know language has been erased again like identity have been so erased and confused and as we're trying to revitalize so much of this within our own kaya and our own communities reese the resources that we need is wealth and i want to to talk about that that wealth can almost be like medicine and if you think about the gifts that you have in your own life and the things that call to you and maybe that is i'm called to learn about you know plants and la'au lapa'au and medicine and i'm called to you know stand in court and i'm called to stand to perpetuate hula and i'm called to stand to perpetuate you know, lavaita or taro farming or everyone is called with a different gift. And that's a very indigenous perspective that we don't choose our gifts, that our gifts choose us. My gift 
is finance. And I speak that because I, in my soul, my kupuna have basically shared this with me. It's what lights me up. It's where the flow comes. It's where I've been able to affect real change. Not only not only on the getting rid of, you know, the debt and the what, you know, the credit and all that kind of stuff, but also in the increase. And when money increases, so does time. And when time increases, so does health. And when health increases, so does vitality and love. And all of that stems from then partnering with money to be able to facilitate, you know, new connections and healing and belonging. Like, you know, sometimes when you got cash in your pocket and you're walking around like, okay, I feel good. I feel confident. I want more of that, especially for women, especially for women. And so, you know, as we're talking about this price out of paradise, here's what I want you to know. If we say things enough, right, they become a story, which then become adopted as belief, which then harden and create barriers in our life. Whenever you see that word price out of paradise, I want you to think that is a reality that's not my truth. Maybe that's what you know exists but it's not for me and I want you to resist that right resist that becoming your truth resist the fact that it just has to be about strategy in the new way in the new you know way of money and we're talking about financial activation it has to do within the way that we earn and the way that we lead and the way that we invest and the way that we live our life that's financial activation to allow ourselves to partner with our money so that we can build a new relationship and we can balance out and if you're thinking like girl i don't know what you're talking about you know there was a post that i had made a couple of months back and i look back in our history when Lilitwo kalani started a woman's bank and I just thought the intention of this, because she had the foresight to know that within the displacement and the rapid changes that women and children were going to ultimately be left behind. And it's true, you know, women outlive men at least by seven, eight years. I think that's what I was reading with the, the average. However, we are less to invest. We are the ones that you know, keep ourselves from taking financial risks that would maybe then change our lives because we're waiting for permission, because we're waiting to know more. Think about that in your own life. I don't even need to say that because I work with so many women. We're hesitant to make, you know, much needed financial changes outside of what's comfortable. But remembering that within the stories and the beliefs that are then hardened into the barriers that keep us stuck, we need to make some big moves. You know, within these rising costs, what's the one thing that's going to do? We're going to take the stand and to realize that it is now our kuleana. If we do not change the way in which we live, we earn, we lead, who will do it? 
there are already all the guys running the show and I don't know how that's really working out. We need representation of wealth coming from the wahine that it's going to put the balance back into this aina. And it doesn't have to be loud. It doesn't have to come with a big fancy college degree or a big building. It can start within your own home. It can start by affecting real change within your own kayaulu. You can start to lead and have a platform within the tools that you use every single day. Heal your money story. You know, grow your wealth. Little at a time. It doesn't happen by one opportunity. It doesn't happen by, okay, I know what's going to make me rich. It's a lot of pieces it's a lot of parts and it is allowing you you to realize that money is a seed in which you accumulate and the goal is to collect as many seeds as possible and uh, and the seeds are basically like assets this is how you build wealth you gather as many as you can which is so beautiful because if you understand wahine like there you know, typically the men are the hunters and the women are the gatherers. And we as women are naturally good at that. I talk about that in a, another episode, I'm sure. Gather as many seeds as possible and then we allow it the time. And so much of this desperation comes with, I don't have the time. But the time is going to pass anyways. <laughs> Whether we, you know, we're going to struggle through it we're going to struggle, period. You know, we're going to struggle and we can struggle to produce results or we can struggle to stay right where we are. It's going to, it is just the way because struggle teaches you a lot about who you are. Struggle teaches you a lot about different views. I mean, I don't know, that's not the whole point of this. But, you know, something that I had shared in the, the workshop. And again, you can take this as just a bunch of like woo woo girl i'm not listening to you already this is i just want to know how to do my budget i'm like brah you already know how to budget and you, it's just a question of like why don't you you already have a million dollar idea in your brain but why aren't you you know there's a lot of then yes realizing this and that's why i created the wealthy wahine workshop is because we're gonna acknowledge where these stories come from but then it's your kuleana like it's then your kuleana no one is coming to save us no one is coming to save you and your keiki and your family from whatever situation and you might not be in a dire situation like we were like many are you might be doing quote-unquote well but if you know that you have the heart to do more and you have the vision to affect more lives, what is going to get you there? You know, how are you going to create a change on a, on, a, on a different scale, on a bigger scale? And so again, not one size fits all. I want you to write out, you know, what will success look like for you in one to three years from now? Taking the time to get quiet is everything. What will be different? You know, what will you be doing or not doing? And how can you kind of set yourself up for that? This financial freedom that everyone talks about, it's not an illusion. It is actually something that is so different for each person. 
And I believe it is so attainable. And if you're like, ah, it's never going to happen, you are absolutely right. If you're going to have that kind of mana'o, it's never going to happen, you're absolutely right. But if you feel this, you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't already know that you had everything inside of you to make it happen. And that's what's so beautiful about this feminine energy and this hina energy is that you already know and you probably can see it and you're just trying to make sense of the how the how is a byproduct of when you lean in the how is a byproduct of you committing to setting yourself free the how that comes about will reveal itself in time because there might be couple steps there might be a ton of steps in order to get to where you want to go and it always changes but now you have the belief that if I can create the hundred dollars I can create the thousand dollars if I can create the thousand I can create the ten I can create the hundred thousand I can create the million and this is the steps because then now you're not thinking what do I need to cut out this budget and I need to cut back and I got to live like this and things are getting expensive so I must have to not have this rather than this whole point of why I created the Wealthy Wahine Workshop is expansion. We, When prices are going that up, our belief and our strategy and our financial ability has to 10x there's just no way around it i wish i wish there was just some magic like savings number but we're never saving our way to wealth and i'd rather take all that energy that i'd be using to look to cut back because you can only cut back to the floor and look at like what's my next ceiling how can i bust through that what's my next ceiling how can i bust through that and we all have different ceilings and i can't wait to uncover that with the next group of wahine that raised their hand so in saying that i hope that this all kind of made sense and we talked about price out of paradise and that next time you see that next time you hear that you have made a decision it's not me i don't know what they're talking about that's not me <laughs> this is my home this is where i will be this is my kuleana to protect it and the way in which I protect it is I figure it out how to stay here, how to help others stay here. I am activating. I am making a commitment. And here's the thing about commitment, right? Commitment is not conditional. Look at the definition of commitment. It's a decision to do whatever it takes, no matter what. And I'm not saying no matter what is like in a bad way. I'm talking about no matter what, you're, you've already decided to draw the line in the sand. My last, you know, mana'o of this, if you're still like having this pool with, I don't know, because I've had a really close friend say, I always believed, this was her belief as we were talking about this price out of paradise, I always believed it was either aloha aina or money. I'm like, your money will support more of your aloha aina efforts okay i always had a you know growing up and i don't know if i've shared this i always believed i didn't believe in marriage i didn't believe in partnering with 
my spouse forever. I just had been modeled for generations. I come from generational, you know, homes of divorce and abuse. And I just never, ever thought in the back of my mind, okay, I'll be with this person, but you know, it's never going to work out. It was just this half in, half out kind of thing. But I made a decision. I made a decision that we will always be together. I made a decision that I was going to be that generational curse breaker. And and I don't share this to brag about this, but it's a decision that I want us to carry into other areas of our life. That's where it begins. It's not with a strategy. It's with a decision. And, you know, 15 and a half years later, I love my spouse and the commitment grows, the level grows, you know, we grow as people, but together. And that's how I want to view my relationship with money. I didn't believe that it was here to support me. I didn't believe that it was going to stay. I didn't believe for so long that it was actually coming to free me, give me space to heal in other areas of my life. Because yeah, the, the best healers that I work with take take money you know the people that I the way in which I want to give and just support others that takes money and and that's what fills me up and so I wanted to partner with that and be a generational curse breaker with her and what I want to just leave with all of you as we've been talking about lots of different things what's the one thing what's the one thing that you can do today that you can do this week? How can you make that commitment to uncover the barriers, to uncover the beliefs, to uncover these different stories that are holding you back? How would you like to change them? Because at any given moment, you are never stuck and you can absolutely change it to go in the way that will best support you and your ohana. So with all my love, I'm grateful that you were here and I'll see you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you loved what you heard and just want to share it with all your teachers out there, sis, do me a favor, screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram so I can stock your profile and we can connect more. There's so much goodness coming your way. So don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you left a five-star review so we can grow this space for our wahine. Mahalo for being here. Now get out and show the world how amazing you are.